It's about reactions. That's what films are about. Good or bad, the reaction. The reaction that I got from three billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri five years ago wasn't good. I know that now if I rewatch it, it's a different reaction. It's about grief. It's about what you do with that grief. It's also about being creative and constructive and at the same time destructive. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. So last night were the SAG Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards. The Screen Actors Guild really was about bringing unions to Hollywood. You know, you have the actors branch and then you have, this, you know, the, the, those who do the voiceovers and, and to provide actors with health care and benefits because, you know, not everyone is on a long running show or getting films where they have all the dialogue. They're probably getting like two pieces of dialogue and, you know, and it's a, it's a Hollywood thing. It's a Hollywood thing, you know, because they all introduce themselves and says, I got my Screen Actors Guild card doing this and I am an actor. And so that's that's what they do. And it's a room full of peers. And it's totally different than the Academy. The Academy is this massive branch. But also, you know, that's the end of it. That's the Super Bowl of film accolades. As the Grammys are the... Well, I wouldn't say that anymore. I see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's the that's the Super Bowl of fil- of music accolades. So last night, some surprises. The best supporting actress, Jamie Lee Curtis, who was so brilliant in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And she kept saying she was a nep- nepotism baby. Because yes, she comes from an acting family. Her mother, of course, was Janet Lee, and her father was Tony Curtis. Both Academy Award nominee nominees. Tony Curtis is very famous for being in Some Like It Hot, which is the number one comedy of all time. And Janet Lee was in the number one thriller of all time, Psycho. She dies at the beginning of the film. Was nominated for an Academy Award for that. And then Q Hu Kwan, I'm sure I've said his name right, and please correct me. We all fell in love with as Short Round in Indiana Jones and as Data in The Goonies. And he he wrote oh, series on it. He will probably win the Oscar. And then Best Actor, Brendan Fraser. I never thought, you know. So we'll see what happens. And of course Michelle Yeoh. I was so happy that Michelle Yeoh won. She's the first Asian actress. But it shouldn't be the first. There should be others. So this this kind of brings the door open you know it's about being inclusive um that performance in everything everywhere all at once really between her and her daughter that's beautiful her and the husband it's a different kind of energy but the things that her daughter the tenderness and you know because at first it's the you do as i say not as i do but then the tenderness as she starts to realize to let her daughter be her own person to let her go you know and um but yeah these awards I was talking to a friend about this what's up Tony 
and she's yeah the award you know that's the sad thing is you have these five nominees you should have more than five by the way in the acting categories because you're going to nominate nine films or ten films why not nominate nine performances rather than just five and then and then only one of them gets to win um to quote sting I remember when Sting was giving an award and he says, and now it's time to put five nominees out of the misery and one into ecstasy. Of course, that was the night that Celine Dion won and all the, there were several producers. It was like a who's who. Yeah. But when it comes to film, it's a labor of love. And it is also an experience. And I showed tonight for my friend and her friends, um, who are all fabulous, The Banshees of Inishirin, which is such an interesting film. Um, you know, I was, I think I first watched it on Christmas Eve. I paused it a couple of times because I was eating and with family. And then after, as I was finishing it, I bought it. I ordered it. I pre-ordered it. And there, and I, you know, I think that was my second or third time watching it, and I and I still love it. I still get it. I love that energy because it's it's not your typical energy, and I think also we can all relate to it in some aspect or of life. But yeah, there are some other things that it's like okay, proverbial proverbially, you can do that, but not not and not realistically. So. Yeah, it's an interesting ball game. It truly, truly is. And um, but the awards, as we you know, next month is the Oscars. It's the countdown. You know, and it really is awards overload. Well, the Oscars and also the Independent Spirit Awards. I always mention the Independent Spirit Awards because cinema especially independent cinema is so essential, so important. And that's why I always talk about Mario Van Peebles and Melvin Van Pe- Melvin Peebles and um, the black exploitation films and uh, Robert Downey Sr. who did Putney Swope, but his son in a film called Pound, his son was other than Robert Downey Jr. That was his first role was playing a puppy in a film, his father, a low budget, very low budget downtown New York film called Pound. Robert Downey Jr.'s words were, got any hair on your balls? Because he was playing a puppy and he was talking to, I think, uh, one of the other gentlemen who was playing a dog and they were all in a pound. To John Cassavetes and Jenna Rollins. The only difference was that John Cassavetes and Jenna Rollins were doing film and television work so anytime that John Cassavetes was doing Rosemary's Baby or The Dirty Dozen or Jenna Rollins was doing Peyton Place or a film they would use that money from the film to put it toward their films their independent that's why I loved John Cassavetes and Jenna Rollins you have to mention them together 
because that is a true partnership to say, okay, we're going to bankroll our house. We're going to make these films with our friends, Ben Gazzara and Peter Falk and our, and the real life mother in this film called uh, a woman under the influence, or we're going to do, um, the killing of a, what was it? Um, was it a Chinese? I, I forget. I forget. I'd have to look at it. Um, in, in faces and yeah, opening night. So that you know, yeah, you have the Oscars, but you have the Independent Spirit Awards. The Independent Spirit Awards have an award named for John Cassavetes, as well as um, they have an award for uh, an actor that I absolutely loved, and that is the actor that is the director. Excuse me. Of Gosford Park, who made MASH, who made Shortcuts, who made Nashville, and um, Robert Altman. I, I believe they have a Robert Altman Award at the Independent Spirit Awards. Um, because it's about, it's not just about budget, but it's about vision. <coughs> Where you're making a film to retain that vision. And the conversation we were having was about how 1917, 1917 was good, but it also had, it was, it was Hollywood where with all quiet on the Western front, it's almost, they were left to their own devices because it's a German film to make this film. So what's, what's going to happen now that. You know, they they say, and they, the industry pundits, that the Academy Awards, that, you know, the barometer is the the Screen Actors Guild, you know. I don't think so, though. I think it's kind of like tic-tac-toe, you know. Um, As for what's going to happen, the supporting categories are always interesting. Because at, to quote Lauren Bacall, something always comes out left field. Remember when she was favored to win for The Mirror Has Two Faces? Who won? Juliette Binoche for The English Patient. Or um, Cuba Gooding Jr. for Jerry Maguire. Edward Norton was actually favored to win for um, Primal Fear. But he didn't win. You know, um... So I'm, I'm going to do another show about this in terms of who I think is going to get it. This is how I think it's going to go. Okay. Get ready. Drum roll. Now that the SAG Awards are over and the Independent Spirit Awards will be coming up, followed by the Academy Awards. So Best Supporting Actress, Jamie Lee Curtis. It could either go to Jamie Lee Curtis or The Dark Horse, the daughter in everything everywhere all at once or Carrie Condon from Banshees supporting actor Q Hu Kwan or Brendan Gleeson because you have to go with the or because anything can happen as for the lead categories I'm going to say Michelle Yeoh for best actress and Colin Farrell who I've, I've always put in there for um, best actor best best picture it's going to be all quiet on the western front and if I'm wrong I'm wrong you know, but if you want to award excellence, 
Shoot, it could go to the triangle of sadness. I don't know. I don't know. That's a dark horse right there. Like I said, or like Lauren Bacall said, something left field always comes and gets it. All right? Nothing is set in stone. Nothing. And so here we are. Dr. Zeus Foam Podcast. It's been one hell of a day, and I'm sure it will be one hell of a week. So I record this. I am also fully aware that it's almost bedtime and um, I have things to do because I am a professional and I like to get things done professionally. So, you know, you have your, you can work, you can play, you can work, work, play, 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 the itchy and scratchy show. Yeah. So... Now that the Screen Actors Guild is over. In fact, let's look at Gold Derby. <laughs> this is this is where this is where it becomes it becomes, you know, uh, bicentennial almost. It's like, oh god, who's gonna win? Um Alright. Oh jeez. Let's see. Predictions are interesting. Predictions are, you know, you can go with the experts, you can go with the editors. Best picture, you have everything everywhere at all at once. Many of the, um, experts are all predicting that. Some of them at number two have Banshees of Inishirin because the number two, okay, one person has Top Gun Maverick. Why? Um, one person has the Fablemans, right? Like I said, anything can happen. Anything. Now, if you look at the directing, let's go to director. Of course, uh, the Daniels. Okay, that's that's right there. Come on. Uh, well, okay, one person has Spielberg. Another person has Spielberg. Okay, two more. Oh, more people have Spielberg. Yeah, but he didn't win the DGA, usually. See, that's where it gets crazy, these predictors. These barometers. Okay. Michelle Yeoh for Best Actress. One person has Kate Blanchett. Another person has Kate. Another person. Uh-huh. Fascinating. Fascinating. But, you know, anything can happen. Anything. Okay. People still have Austin Butler for Elvish. Okay. Two people have Brendan Fraser. Okay. One person has Colin Farrell. I like that. I like that. I've, I, I will stick with Colin Farrell, and I will really give a flying fuck what the experts say. It's good that some of them think it's Colin Farrell. Um, but I've had, I've had Colin Farrell since the beginning. So... Supporting, let's see. All right, Ooh, this is interesting. To have Jamie Lee Curtis, to have Carrie Condon, yes, Jamie Lee Curtis, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, Carrie Curtin, Condon, Carrie Curt, Condon, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett. Okay. 
Oh, but these ha- some of these haven't been updated yet. <laughs> Since the Screen Actors Guild. So... <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. When it comes to an award, nothing is set in stone. Nothing. We I think we've learned that throughout the years. Okay. Let's see what the editors or editors have to say. <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, let's go to supporting actress. <laughs> okay, Carrie Condon. Mm. Okay. They don't have Jamie Lee in there. I guess they know something I don't. Or you know. Let's go to the actor. Oh god, why do you still have Austin Butler? Give me a break with that. Give me a break. Okay. Austin Butler, Austin Butler. Why? Why? That's the song about how you lonesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what users say. Oh, jeez. They're drinking the Kool-Aid, too. Jeez. The proverbial Kool-Aid. That's why I don't like when people follow. You know, come up with your own shit. Okay, actress. Let's see. What are the what are the users saying? Michelle Yeoh. Okay. Kate Blanchett. Michelle Yeoh. You know, a tie will never happen again. I I shouldn't say never, say never, but I think I'm starting to realize tie will never happen. So, um, yeah, that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast in a nutshell. As awards overload has taken place and we wait for the Academy Awards. The 95th Academy Awards will be on ABC on March 12th so be there or be square who's gonna get it hey Olivia Coleman might know because remember she was not favored to win she was favored to be nominated this year and she wasn't unfortunately and she's a damn good actress so the fact that think about that she probably never thought she'd be nominated again and she's been nominated I think three times now one for the favorite, which I absolutely love. I love that performance because she makes you cry and she makes you laugh and she makes you go, what the fuck? So, and I know some of you are probably thinking, poor Glenn Close can't get a break. Eventually, Glenn Close will get it. But that's the nature of the business, to quote Peter O'Toole, who very famously said, statues made of snow. But they melt. But I'm not dead yet. Even though he did receive an honorary Oscar and almost declined it. Because he said, oh, I've got one more chance. And he, and he was nominated one final time for the film Venus. And he didn't win. And you could see it on his face. Poor Peter O'Toole. Think of that illustrious career. He played everyone. He played Shylark. Um, he played The Merchant of Venice. He played Hamlet. He played Macbeth. He, I mean, he played, uh, you know, Henry. Henry the was it the second or the fifth? I don't remember. He he was in. Uh, he was up against Richard Burton and Catherine Hepburn and 
the fact that he never won a competitive Oscar. That's where it's a crazy business. Think about that. Peter O'Toole. When we think of Peter O'Toole, we think of this actor who just, oh my goodness. The fact that he played Lawrence of Arabia. T.E. Lawrence. Where they said if he were any prettier, he would have played Ben Florence of Arabia. And how he really devoted himself and immersed himself into the world of T.E. Lawrence. So think about that. You have these five performances that used to be kind of the unsung role is that if you were really, really old, they gave it to you. They did that to Melvin Douglas and they did that to Peggy Peggy Ashcroft and um, some others, some British actors. They gave them the Oscar. Oh, they gave that to John Gilgood. But then again, he was so brilliant in Arthur. Remember where Arthur is like, you know, I think I'm going to take a bath. I'll alert the media. And and he would say things in the film where we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's why he won that Academy Award. He was also because his name was Sir John Gilgood. He was a Shakespearean actor who had been around forever. That's the other thing. The weight behind it. Or nepotism again, we'll say. Jamie Lee Curtis, she coined it. When Angelina Jolie won for Girl Interrupted. You know, that could have gone to any one of them. It could have gone to Chloe uh, Sevigny, uh, who is so brilliant in Boys Don't Cry. That is such a a brutal film, and I've only watched it once. Um, Or it could have gone to Catherine Keener. Oh, she's so amazing. And being John Malkovich or Samantha Morton, Sweet and Lowdown, where she plays this mute. Or... um, which, uh, was it that, you know, M. Night Shyamalan's, uh, The Sixth Sense? Um, Sixth Sense. I'm trying to remember who was in that because I haven't watched that film in decades. Uh, Tony Collette, you know. Three, uh, three was it through weddings and a funeral and United States of Tara was nominated for the sixth sense okay and Angelina Jolie and girl interrupted that's a showy performance right there a brilliant performance I know that performance because I read the book you know I mean and also her father was John Voigt this Academy Award winner for coming home and so that really gave her the weight right there. Is, and she had won all of the awards leading up to the Oscar. That was also, that's the barometer, as they call it in Hollywood. So, um, yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. So you kind of wonder, what do they do with all those awards? You know, because they can't say, well, this one's less than, well, you're not the Oscar, so you, I'll put you on the hutch. The Oscar, I'll put you. I love what Richard Dreyfuss did. Richard Dreyfuss put the Oscar in the refrigerator next to the cold cuts. Isn't that amazing? That's that's so Richard Dreyfuss. I love Richard Dreyfuss. Okay? Think about it. From Jaws to American Graffiti, the fact that 
you know, and then the Goodbye Girl and Mr. Holland's Opus and um, just, I, I mean, it's just a trip. It's a, he is a trip. He is a trip. That's why I like him, though. Um, you know, think about it. Think about it. What about Bob? Of course, we know about we know about Bob now, don't we? Don't we? But here's here's the interview. Here's the jugular. I haven't done it with Bill, and I will. We've never crossed paths. And one day, I will write him a note and say, as far as I'm concerned, it's over. Dreyfus is 72 now, living in San Diego. You can still see him in upcoming movies, but you'll never see his Oscar out on display in his house. I literally walked into your house here, into the room where we're taping this, looked at the wall, and said to the producer, where's the Oscar? <laughs> Did you? Of course. Yeah. Where, where's the Oscar? Uh, oh, this is great. The Academy Award for Best Actor for 1977. <laughs> Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Yeah, it's heavy. And it's also cold. And he's naked. He is freezing. I'll put him back where he goes, right next to the orange juice and the smoked white fish, white fish salad. salad. After a career facing down sharks, aliens, and his own demons, Richard Dreyfus has somehow managed to stay cool. Think about that. That is <laughs> the the films that he made. He made a lot of them with Spielberg. Um, the close close encounters of the third kind. I want to bring that up because we lost Melinda Dillon back in January. Melinda Dillon was nominated for that. She's also known as a mother from A Christmas Story, which we watch every year. And last year the sequel came out, and she wasn't in it. It was Julie Haggerty who you could tell Julie Haggerty had had a few. Um, it was a great performance, so, but, um, you know. So that's that's the award right there. Richard Dreyfus keeps his Academy Award in the refrigerator. And I think I talked about Anna Paquin, who she kept hers in the closet. I don't know about now, but when she was a kid, because she didn't want it to draw attention away from her. That people are like, oh my God, you have that. Because that does add weight when you have that. Or someone like Tatum O'Neill, who is still the youngest winner, even younger than Anna Paquin. Tatum O'Neill was 10 years old when she won the Academy Award for Paper Moon. All right. She was 10 years old. And then after that, never really got nominated again. And in a way, some would say what she did was a fluke, but she continues on. She continues and she strives. And that's all. and also I love that character she played in Sex and the City where she said, Carrie, they're just shoes. I think we all wanted to say that to Carrie Bradshaw. But anyway, I digress. So that's what, you know, that's the Academy Award right there. It holds a lot of weight. It's heavy. I've never actually held one. I'd like to, but it's heavy. Okay. The weight of it and the burden of it. Because your family does have to offer it back to the Academy when you die. Unless they plan to keep it in the family. Or those who had to sell it to pay for an operation. The late Harold Russell. He had two of them. And one of them I think he sold to pay for his wife's operation. I think the Academy caught wind of that. And so yeah. Or had a McDaniels Oscar, which has never been found. You know, she cherished that thing. She got a lot of heat 
for that Oscar. She earned it fair and square. Okay. So at the end of the day, yes, it's an award. And when you die, what is it? Uh, I think uh, Jack Lemmon told Ellen Burstyn this. When you die, it's going to say Academy Award winner or Academy Award nominee for the rest of your life until you die. That's the first thing it's going to say. Academy Award nominee or Academy Award winner. The night that Elizabeth Taylor died, or the day that she died, it said two-time Academy Award winner Elizabeth Taylor. And the film that she wanted to be remembered for the most was Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? The fact that she won the first Oscar for Butterfield Date, which she calls the sympathy vote, because that really was supposed to go to her good friend, Shirley MacLaine, for the apartment. And then it took 25 years for Shirley to get hers for terms of endearment. But the fact that Elizabeth got it for, you know, because she almost died. She had a tracheotomy and tracheotomy scar was evident when she won the Oscar because she hated that film. She wrote piece of shit on the screen. She hated that film. She did it because, you know, her husband had died and she couldn't get out of it. And yeah, and it happened. And, um, and then she won the last one for Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? She didn't even show up. And that's the film that she wanted to be remembered for. And I love what she said. Where, um, you know, it's an honor to be nominated. And then to win, she says it's a thrill. It's a big thrill. The fact that she has two of them. Catherine Hepburn had four. Catherine Hepburn never showed up to collect any of her Oscars. Because she didn't like losing. And what happened? She is the most awarded actor ever. Four. Four. Now, Frances McDormand has four, but one for producing. She has three for lead actress and one for producing. So she has four. If she gets another for acting, that she will tie Katherine Hepburn. Okay. I don't think anyone will ever surpass Katherine Hepburn, even though Veep, the HBO show, tries to say that Tom Hanks will surpass. No, I don't think so. The weight of the Oscar isn't what it used to be. Think about that. The, you know, the notoriety of it. It's, it's different now. It's very, very different. It's a very different award. So as always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>